Welcome to the podcast we do. Okay, Brian's uh, not good at this. That was terrible. <laughs> Welcome to Game Face. My name is Brian. My name is Nathan. And I am Jeremiah. Woo! Are we really going to do and a that, And it's all downhill. It's all downhill from there, folks. <laughs> all downhill from there. Awesome. That's right. That's, that's what I bring to the party. That is the best it's going to be for the next hour. Yeah. So we're talking old school games. Well, I think we start off with what we've been playing lately. I don't know. I don't think we need to do that this time. Really? Mm. Has it, has Even it changed much? I do. Yeah, I mean, it's I got, been like three I got, weeks. I got okay. stuff I forgot, and I got new stuff. I've got okay, tons well, of new we stuff. Should, we should. Yeah. We can do that, but let's not best. do a whole <laughs> bunch of it. Let's because I think we've Nintendo a, will take a lot. Yeah, we've got, we got a lot. We usually spend an hour talking about the games that we're gaming. Anyways. Okay, briefly. Okay, I can rip Brian, through them real fast. Yeah. Briefly, what are you even playing? Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. Nerd. God of War knockoff, but still kind of fun. I've heard it's pretty good. I mean, I played a little bit of it. It's it's okay. It's fun. But Patrick Stewart sounds like he wants to kill himself while he reads off the horrible dialogue. He probably does. Yeah, it was awful. I skipped all of it. Horrible. That's sad. And you know who you fight at the end, since it's a Castlevania game? Dracula? Dracula, right? Nope, cool. Satan. Really? Well, wow. he's kind of like Dracula. Yeah, but... He's it's, like Dracula's stepdad. Nice. But they made Satan look like an angel. He's not red-skinned with horns. He literally looks like an just like That's a dark cool. angel. Which I've never seen that interpretation. Yeah, that's actually really... I actually... I kind of like that. And I didn't know who he was, because he's all talking about all this... Like, they don't... It just... Well, I skipped all the, the stories. Yeah, it's you so just awful. said you skipped the yeah. story, so of course you don't know who So, was. to me, he came what's out of nowhere. What's this on? Xbox, Xbox and PS3. Xbox and PS3. Yep. So, it looks... I, so I mean, remember when I played it, it looked really good. Like, it's visually, gorgeous. It's, it's God of War, and then they have, oh, like, three or this, four... This is the three-dimensional three one. Yeah. The more recent one. Yeah. The, it's like God of War, and there's a couple of sections that there's like three boss encounters that are very much like Shadow of the Colossus. So, did yeah. you ever? Beat well, I heard that that's that, what they were trying to go for was God of War mixed with the Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Did you ever actually fight Dracula though? No. What is he even mentioned you, in the game? Do you want spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. After the credit <laughs> sequence, it goes up a tower because in the process of the game, you're Gabriel Belmont, and they're re- they're rebooting the Castlevania storyline. It has no connection or whatever, so it's just the first. In the new Castlevania storyline. So uh, you defeat Satan, and then it goes to the credits, and you banish evil, and in the act of it, you become immortal. And so it shows Patrick Stewart's character is walking around, and he goes into this old like cathedral, very gothic-looking, very much like Castlevania, and he calls out like this guy sitting in a chair, and it's Gabriel Belmont, and now he's really old, and he looks like Dracula because he's immortal, so he's mm-hmm. obviously feeding off of people. Mm-hmm. Very much like a classic vampire character. Hmm. And they get in a fight, and they, uh, Gabriel Belmont gets thrown out of this stained glass window, and there's cars and stuff like driving around. Like oh, it's weird. a modern day. Yeah, it's really cool. Like it's all modern day stuff, like a major city. And the game itself takes place in like the what, 1500s or something? Right. So, or 1200s. And then, yeah, you cut to like modern city Japan. And they have a confrontation, and they walk away. So you, in a sense, become the first Dracula. Hmm. So. That'd be interesting if they did like the next Castlevania game in modern times. Oh, have they done awesome? a modern day Castlevania? Yeah, Aria of Sorrow doesn't it take place in the year ninety nine? <laughs> I think it does. Like nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, it takes place. It takes place New Year's Eve nineteen ninety nine. Well, I mean, what is it? Devil May Cry is kind of modern day, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a modern day Castlevania. Does, so. does, the, does this new one actually like do a lot of exploration, like the series 2D versions? No, way too linear. Okay. There's little nooks and crannies, but it's not nearly as rewarding as 
not nearly as rewarding as she- uh, Symphony of the Night. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, by far, is the highest amount of, like, oh, cool, like, nooks and crannies. Um, but it, it looks beautiful. Like, if you were a graphics person, that would be the one that you want to get in there. Yes. I have a question. <laughs> yes, Nathan, you have the floor. When when you're fighting Satan, if you wear special goggles and then you defeat a little floating orb, can you play the rest of the game again upside down? No, unfortunately. That would be cool. It is kind of disappointing in that regard where all the cool things you liked about Castlevania, like stuff like that, there's nothing that cool in the modern game. It's all just beat em up. So. Did you ever play the downloadable Xbox one? It's like Harmony yeah, of Dis- yeah, yeah. Dissonance or Despair. It it's kinda, HD was its initials. It was it, it was bizarre. It looked cool. It looked kind of like a multiplayer version of those Game Boy ones. Yeah. And those Game Boy Castlevanias are totally awesome. Well, it was it would take it took totally like the Game Boy ones and the DS ones and it would zoom out to the entire map so mm-hmm. you could basically see the whole map at once and then you did multiplayer yeah. runs through it sounded really interesting but i bet it would be fun multiplayer yeah i played the demo for it but when are they gonna redo a uh a ghost and goblins we talked about that there off is the, a off the show a couple weeks back maximo for the ps2 did you remember that yeah no. maximo and they did maximo versus the army of zen they what? Did two of them it was like a 3d version it's, of ghost and goblins basically you got you're a guy in a awesome. night suit if you get hit you're in boxer shorts is it good yeah yeah oh! Like Capcom, yeah. If you like Ghosts and Goblins, they of also course. did a PSP one that was a new one that was a 2D. Actually, that sounds familiar. That Ultimate was a Ghosts and Goblins. Ultimate Ghosts yeah. and Goblins. It was really, really good. Yeah, you can always depend on Capcom to take their old stuff and repackage <laughs> it and put it back out. Well, that one it wasn't. It was a new game, as far as I could tell. That's true. Well, it was like it was a brand new game, right? In it's, a sense, it's the old style. It's yeah. the old yeah. Ghosts and Goblins engine. They also it? did the Dracula X. Chronicles on the that, PSP, which is uh, that's awesome. another game I've been playing recently. Is that one? It's mm. so good. Rondo Action, of Blood. I really and... liked that they redid the voice acting for Symphony oh, of the Night on that. So good. It's awesome. It is awesome. I would ding, concur ding, ding, with ding, the ding, awesomeness ding. without even actually playing it. I give it five out of five. Awesomes. Oh, that's <laughs> unprecedented! Um, wow. It's like a Metroid game, so you can tell of that course. I love it. Uh, other games I've been playing: Fallout New Vegas. Which we'll even get to when you call it out because you said that you were playing it. Borderlands, like I said, I've had to restart on my new Xbox. I've had to restart a bunch of games to get back to where I was. That's terrible. Eh, it's fun. So I like it. It's not fun, Brian. I've been playing Retracing a lot of. Steps is actually the opposite of fun. Eh, it's all right. I don't mind. I I kind of lost my drive for Fallout th- New Vegas. So now that I'm playing it again, it's it's really. I'm reinvigorated, so yeah. I'm back into it more than I ever was before. Wow. Um, what other games? Portal 2. Yeah! I beat it twice in a row when really? I got it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've, I've had it for about a couple weeks now, and I've beaten it like four times. Did you do the co-op yet? I've done the co-op twice. Okay. I did the main campaign four times, once wow. with the, ca- the commentary on, so... Oh, that's right, there's it, commentary on it. Just such a well-written game. Just amazing writing. Oh, yeah. Hence, I've played it, like, four yeah. times. So. It is really good writing. Do you like the uh, closing song? Oh, I love it. Yeah. So good. Oh, man, I love that song. I wish that was in a uh, rock band, like, Still Alive is. Yeah. I Want You Gone is what it's yeah. called. Yeah, it's really good. I always oh. thought that that'd be a, uh, a really... Sh- a really mean song to play, like, as if you were breaking up with somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd yeah. be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's... I love that song. Did you find the, the little, like, Easter egg? It's somewhere near the beginning where you can go into a room and actually see, like, the turret choir practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. 
there, if you have to, you have to like blow up one that's out of the way. Yeah. and you can get in. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, I've searched out a lot of the achievements. <coughs> Shut your mouth. Yeah, and uh, it's sad. It's really sad. It's it's fun, man. It is a lot of fun. fun to go back. Yeah, I think I think achievements and I play games that have fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think you can have a lot of fun with that if if they're well made achievements. I think yeah, when you're hunting down crap. Yeah, yeah, if it's if it's stupid. making you play the game in a unique or interesting way or do something differently, well, I think that's fun. Here's the deal. Like I I'm just I'm waiting for the day when you guys are like, Oh man, I just got Kung Fu Panda two. Have you seen the achievements on this? I do have Kung Fu Panda and I've never played it, so in your face. Wait, what? I do have Kung Fu Panda. Why do you have Panda? Kung Fu Panda? Uh, Sean Bradley gave it to me because oh, it has Lego. Oh, it came with his Xbox. It, yeah, it came with his Xbox and it was Kung Fu Panda and Lego Indiana Jones. Oh, And okay. he's like, I'm never going to play this. And I was like, I love those Lego games. Yeah. And so he gave it to me for free. That's all right. If you love Kung Fu Panda. See, yeah, okay. I haven't gotten to the point where I'm like never just scouring the easy games yeah. to just it's coming. get something. It's coming. You guys are going to start no. your little competition. No, I'm already beating all of you guys on PS3 trophy level, so in That's your true. face. That's true. That's uh, true. Speaking of PS3, I finally got around to Infamous. I'm about a third of the way through it. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's good. It's it's totally fun, like I you think said the a while one back. Came out by now. Oh yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, kids. I'll be here all week. Make sure to tip your waitresses. I, I hope that you hear that in the mic. I hope uh, you do too. My, my mean face that I made at him. <laughs> oh, I'm so clever. You look like a chipmunk when yeah. you do that. It's, I hope that carries through. So when you hear that, you can imagine the face I'm making. Um, so yeah, infamous. What do you think of it? Kind of a lackluster storyline. I like the part where you shock people. Yeah. I think the storyline. You like line... a lot of it then, because that's a lot. It's all right. It's um, kind of, it it reminds better. me of. What do you mean all right? It reminds me of early great. '90s uh, PlayStation One and Two games like I, Twisted I mean, Metal. I don't think you're since you're not super far. I think I would say it gets a lot better by the end. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the storyline of the second one is actually I think really oh, really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. It gets a little tedious, and it's a bummer that I can't use the hard drive to listen to music while I'm playing. Because when mm. I do the side missions, that'd be perfect to listen to tunes and podcasts. And Didn't Sony just buy Sucker Punch? They, uh, that they did. Other than that, just uh, little games here and there. A lot of everyday shooter, a lot of Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man for reals. For reals? Uh, I tried to get that last achievement in Dig Dug, where oh, yeah, you clear the whole go. board. Yeah, that's really crappy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where you you start off and you're like, I'm going to do it, and then after about 30 seconds of doing that, you're like, screw this. This is this really is bad. Yeah. But I've I've upped my dig dug game after watching you. I now lead three and four guys up a little track so I can drop nice. a boulder on them. I've yeah. totally learned from you. The, yeah, the key is you, you have to end up like mapping out like mm-hmm. this level one. This is the track that you follow. Totally. Level two. This is the track that you follow. I'm just figuring out what the best path is what's facade is like i i'm terrible because i'm way out of practice now like i don't think i've played dig dug in months you suck yeah you're kind of a loser yeah yeah no i'm not you be quiet nathan i think i've only played dig dug once in my wow. life <laughs> yeah what? Dig Dug's amazing yeah that, when it comes to the the old classics like that's probably my favorite game eh eh it's i don't know whatever what are you a miss pac-man boy i actually do i are? love why don't Ms. you put a bow on your hair he does i would he probably does put a bow on his hair i do every night i put yeah. a bow on my hair and i'm like <laughs> makes him better you just start eating he's better things. than yeah. you yeah. he puts on the bow and he's better than you dude <laughs> it's a true story dude yeah uh, miss pac-man's uh really good what yeah, have you been playing miss pac-man yeah actually no i've not been playing miss pac-man 
I did play some Misplosion, man, but I think we talked about that on last time. Yeah. I'm still playing a little bit. Um, I finally finished Infamous 2 as a good character. Yeah. I would like to go back through at some point, play through. I've started a game on the first one, like, a couple, like, probably eight months ago on Infamous 1 as an evil character. And I wouldn't mind going back through and doing all of Infamous and Infamous 2 on the evil side of things. So I think that'd be fun. Did you beat it with the evil ending yet? No. I've heard what happens, though. Yeah, I watched the YouTube thing. It was, well, one of the things that I thought was great is that they ended up making it, They did you notice that they saved your game right before you make your big decision at the end? So if you want to go through and do it evil, like you, oh, it, really? it creates a save for you. Well, but we, you still have to get all of your evil karma. Right, you have to, yeah, I, I've noticed that they did that. Um, and that's kind of cool. And I've, I, I listened to another podcast that was like an infamous spoiler cast mm-hmm. where they just talked about Infamous 2 for a long time. and yeah. So I heard everything about the evil ending, and it's messed up what yeah, they make you do. it's really messed up. Like, holy cow. Yeah. So I'd like to do that in Infamous 2. Let's spoil sweet. it for Brian. What? So he ends up getting killed. and You're inside the Matrix the whole time. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I finished that, and I also finished... Uh, Ocarina of Time 3D. Sweet. Ooh. Awesome. It was... That, that's one of the second time I've played all the way through it. So that made me happy. Hey, congratulations. And now I can play the Master Quest if I really want. What's that? So they take it... Super hard They version. make it really hard. I think they change puzzles around, don't they? Yep. Which the, I don't understand how they change puzzles around and not completely like, make it a different game. Like, without redesigning harder. the dungeons. They kind of do. That's the thing is dungeons have more stuff in them. Okay. And more little puzzles here and there. Like, I want to say that the first dungeon, for example, like, you're inside of that tree or whatever. Yeah. And there's, like, cows in there, and you have to do some quest where you move cows around. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so then they also, on the 3DS version specifically, flip the world map. Oh, yeah, So yeah. it doesn't necessarily make it harder, but it just throws you off. Yeah. So, like, everything's opposite of where you feel like it should be. Mm. So, and there's also a boss rush mode, apparently. That's pretty cool. I haven't played around with much yet, but I think it would be really The Zelda, Zelda boss fights are a lot of fun. They usually. are. Um, something interesting, uh, like, I'd, I'd heard a lot, like, people were saying this, but I actually tried out using, like, the gyroscope aiming controls. Oh, yeah. And it actually worked a ton better on, like, when I was doing, like, the uh, like the slingshot and arrow, like, training yep. things where you win prizes or whatever. Nice. Um. On a scale of one to five awesomes, how, what was it? Seven. Oh my god! Holy crap. That's unprecedented! Yeah, no, it was, it was, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it was like 26 hours to do it, so nice. decent amount That is time. a great game to have in your pocket. Yeah, and... It's a lot of gaming to be yeah, had on one. Literally. It's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely been the uh, best thing on the 3DS so far, so... Oh, you haven't played Shadow Warrior Box yet. What Shadow what, Warrior what Box? Oh, game yeah. is. What? You haven't played that yet. I don't know. Shadow what it's Warrior Box. Shadow, whatever it's called. It sounds okay. dirty. <laughs> wow. In a okay. world where there's shadows in boxes, <laughs> and it's really, really good. Nice. In some ways, I think it's better than Fallout Three. Ooh. I would agree. I, I have. I doesn't matter. Today. My biggest thing is that I'm really excited to play Skyrim. The new Elder Scrolls I'm game that, that comes out in November. Same thing where it's just like you play it and it's like in a sense boring, but it's not. Didn't you get that with Oblivion and Morrowind? I never played, I never played those games. Oh really? Hmm. 
Um, that's what I, I felt I, like everything I, about it, I should love it, but I just don't. See, I don't know. Uh, the f- I played Ob- Oblivion, like, I did it significant amounts twice, like maybe 10, 15 hours each time. Mm-hmm. The first, not even, the first time it wasn't that long. I didn't like it the first time. Then I tried it again another time. I, like, rented it. And, yeah, it was kind of hard to get into, but it was mostly because... I didn't like the combat system, I think. Mm-hmm. It was my biggest concern. Like, I really liked the game and, and kind of running around in the world yeah. and, and doing stuff. So I really enjoyed a lot of it. But I think the combat system, I didn't like enough. Are they supposed to be updating that? And I, it's Skyrim? supposed to be better a yeah. lot in this one. And I've been, you know, watching videos and stuff like that. And it looks like it's going to be really awesome. Nice. So basically, since that's like the big epic game, I've been trying to, I want to get Fallout New Vegas like out of the way before that comes out. So, How many hours have you put into Vegas? Only like fifteen. Yeah. So I gotta really crank down on it. Yeah. But I'm finally about to get to like the Vegas strip. And so that's kind of exciting. That's, that's pretty sweet. That's been like what I've been really looking forward to the whole time. Is that day. is that the point of the game to go there and gamble? Yes. No, yeah. that's, that's kinda, the entire point of the game. You like, get there, you gamble for it's, forty hours. It's oh. kind of definitely a plateau in terms of storyline. Like <laughs> It's kind of like the big main... It's like the ending to a Casino Royale. That's what you do for half the game. Yes, like you play... A big, long poker game? Yeah, yeah. Basically, they've imported the engine from L.A. Noir, <laughs> And so you just sit... But it's only in a poker game, and you have to decide if they're bluffing. <laughs> you don't even play poker. You just have those three you just, options. You just every bluffing t- check, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's, they should make that as a game. That's what people should do. Like, once they become, like, really rich, like, that's what Bill Gates should do. He should make a game that's just so boring... But hype it up so that everybody buys it and then get bored out of their geezer. It's called Shenmue. Yeah, that's true, actually. What the hell? Yeah! <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I oh, love that game. Boom! Man. <laughs> love that game. The best part of that game was that you could go play a game inside I'm it. looking for some sailors. Do you know where I can find some sailors? It's like Animal I Crossing. See. The best part of Animal Crossing was when you unlocked the old NES games. I see. No, I think that shows your game has a problem. That killed my father. That's true, but playing another game inside the game is better than is the game the itself. Of the experience. Yeah, didn't they have Space Harrier in one of the arcades? Yeah. Space Harrier. I remember draining hours into that thing. Outrun, Hang On, and Afterburner. Also, last thing that I really played lately. Whoa! I tried. They just put out the demo, single player demo for Driver San Francisco. <laughs> Have you have you heard anything about this game? Uh, I've heard something, but it's I forgot psychotic. about it. Yeah. So the premise is you're like a driver. You, you're what? like like transporter guy, right? No way. Yeah, you're like the driver, but you get put into a coma at the beginning of the game, and realize that you have the ability to like leave your body and possess people. And so that's what you do in the game. <laughs> You're driving around, and you can jump out at any time. You never, like, leave your car. So, like, you hit the button, and everything goes really slow, and you, like, float out like a little ball, like, mm-hmm. whatever. And you go to the car you want, and you'll just take over the driver of that car. Wow. Wow. It's, like, bizarro crazy, and it sounded awful. So I tried the demo, and it actually was a lot of fun. 
Well, that seems almost like like they thought of the play mechanic first, and they're like, "How do we get a story to revolve around this?" Yeah, let's put him in a coma. Well, and he a, transports and sold a different. You people. can do crazy stuff. So, like, there's you're like trying to outrun the cops or whatever. You can quickly jump. Like, your car will just kind of keep driving automatically without you, because mm-hmm. apparently, you know, you've left that person's body, so they just kind of take back over and like, well, "What's going on?" So, like, you're getting chased by a cop or something. You can jump into like oncoming traffic, just ram the cop real quick, and then jump back into your own body. Nice. Like, stuff like that is kind of actually fun. Yeah, that's cool. It was, it's a lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. missions where you're supposed to, like, drive here? Well, the demo just had three, like, sample missions. And it was, like... What were the missions? Just drive someplace? Drive places, outrun the cops. Okay. Like, I I kept skipping the cutscenes because they were terrible. Yeah. So, I don't really know, like, even in the demo what the premise was. But, like, the first mission, you were in the car with, like, your, like, police... Like, maybe you're a cop or something in this game. Because you've got, like, a police officer who's, like, your partner. Mm. And you're trying to convince him that you really have this ability to jump from body to body. But what I didn't understand was... Why doesn't was, he just jump into his body? Uh, or why... How does he know, like, whose body are you in? If you're not in your own, that this partner realizes that it's you. Maybe you were just jumping into... I don't know. I don't know what was going on in the demo. We gotta, we gotta contact the developers to get the physics of this down. Yeah. But this we, sounds so convoluted. It was. <laughs> you should download the demo and, and try it, because it was like actually... terribly confused right now. It was actually that. really fun. Well, at least if, if you enjoy the game, and then you find other people who played it and didn't enjoy it, you can at least say, like, well, you just didn't understand it. That's true. You can use the Matrix, philosophy, <laughs> the Matrix excuse. There's two that. don't understand it. <laughs> It's true. That's Stupid. how it is. Stupid. Yeah. I like the Matrix. Well, of course. The first Matrix was awesome. And anybody who thinks otherwise... Me. Stupid. I liked all three. I liked all three, too. The second one definitely had... Like, it it, it, it had such a drop between one and two. Like yeah. Was, the second one does not need to exist. Yeah. I, I would agree uh, with that. I don't mind it. Uh, the second one has one of my favorite, like, car chase scenes in any movie mm-hmm. like the whole thing on the highway i thought was really really awesome it's, it's probably my second favorite naked rave dance yeah in film history. That's true. <laughs> what's your first i just made that up because it sounded really weird <laughs> i was hoping you I, because you're you're just the kind of person who might actually have that as I a list in your head uh, movie you know what <laughs> Logan, out of there that was really Steve good house it was great Logan's Run kind of has a naked rave scene in slow motion, so and I like that movie better than I like The Matrix. Really, I, I got a really big stupid. crush on the main girl from Logan's Run, Jennifer Agutter or, or something. Like Love that. Hewitt. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Shame on you. Wrong. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. What have you been playing? Maya. What, what have, have you I been playing? playing? I, I beat Infamous. Woo! Yay, Woo! Infamous Two. Infamous 2. Yeah. Not the first one. I'm Brian's playing... playing the first one. Okay, I thought okay. I should clarify. I play games that come out during the current year. Or 10, 15 years prior. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm enjoying... Dick. I enjoyed that. Uh, I just started the Alice and Wonderland remake, Madness, whatever the... I think it's what a sequel. It Madness Returns? Yeah, it's a sequel to American Depth McGee's Alice. Madness. And I really liked American McGee's Alice when that came out. Uh... And then this one, yeah, so far I'm not impressed because the first half hour is just me walking around. And the most exciting thing I've done is chase a cat. So I'm waiting. To, it looks to like do the stuff. worst Resident Evil game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting to actually do some stuff. 
And as I was saying before, it reminds me of all of the uh, games developed for 1990s, how they always had the mindless exposition prior to the actual game starting. I think particularly Japanese games from yeah, that era. Were yeah. I think a lot of games winded. now still do that. Some sure. games, I think they're starting... Super Mario they, Galaxy, the first one, oh, you had like you 15 minutes of non-skippable Nintendo's story in a Mario game. Like Void, Ooh. where nothing escapes and nothing gets in. Like That's true. They kind of do things on their own terms, for better or worse. Which, Segway King over here, Mr. Maya... What?! I think we should talk about uh, Nintendo and their possible demise. What what the hell is going on with them? In a segment I like to call uh, Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> Didn't wasn't that a uh, yeah, Sega a does Sega. what Nintendo? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, like the the big stuff that's happened, the three DS price cut is on Friday, dropping from two fifty to one seventy after six months. It was it was a it was a short period of time, yes. Not as bad as I was reading about that Nintendo's done this before. Not as bad as Virtual Boys because I think they did a significant price cut two months in. Did they? Yeah, and it. I still want one. I do too. Yeah, but or at least Virtual Console Virtual Boy games. Like, I, I actually want the actual units, so but that yeah, I can get a red headache again. Yeah, exactly. I love those. Those are fun. Redache. Yeah, redache. So we've got you know, and like I think they did a pretty quick price drop on the N sixty four also. Did they? Mm-hmm, because it didn't sell a ton. Like, as much as you might, like, I liked the console, and I thought it was a great yeah. system or whatever. Like, it didn't sell. It wasn't a huge commercial success, I don't think. And in terms of numbers, the 3DS is still at least pretty far ahead of, like, Virtual Boy's final numbers. So it's, well, yeah. we're not going to hit that oh, level of catastrophe. That's, that's <laughs> like, being the skinniest kid at Fat Camp. Yeah. Well, you're doing better than the Virtual Boy. So, you're getting, uh... You know, a huge price cut six months in. Yeah. But... Which I'm all for. But in a sense, it's kind of like... Like, that does show that Nintendo was like, yeah, we can totally charge anything we want. Because, I mean, I, I don't I don't think they're selling it at a loss now. Which makes me believe, like, wow, that was an extra $80 that they just added on there because they were so yeah. sure of themselves. I've, I don't it's know. Almost, in a sense, like, I understand it's a business, but in a sense, it's almost kind of like a... Screw you guys. It's kind of what Sony did with the PS3. Yeah. Like, they came in from a very overconfident position, exactly. and yeah. it hurt them. But I've heard, I mean, there's been some estimation that Nintendo might actually be selling at a loss. Really? This. Yeah, which they don't do normally. Like. I don't understand. Well, I guess, I don't know. So, um, one thing that is really cool, though, is if you did buy your 3DS before the price drop, the 20 free... Title they should let us get. choose our 20 games. And they should include 3DS games. But they're not gonna. And they but, should also give so, me all their systems wrapped up. So first of all, you get the 10 free NES games and 10 free Game Boy Advance games. Mm-hmm. They've given us five titles of each of them so far. What do you think of the... like? So the five titles for the NES, which comes out... They're gonna have those out September I'm gonna, 1st. I'm gonna be impressed if you have all these memorized. This is great. Okay. Audience... We are not looking at a computer screen. Nathan is on his own for this venture. Okay. I'm scared. So, <laughs> September 1st is when we get our NES games. Yeah. And by the end of the year, we'll get Game Boy Advance. I hope Ooh. that doesn't really mean December before we get them. Because I'm actually looking more forward to the Game Boy Advance ones than the NES ones. Yeah. Are they doing it like Game Boy and then Game Boy Advance? Well, NES, then Game Boy. I don't know. Whatever. Because we're getting NES at September 1st. 
Game Boy Advance some other time. Hmm. And then available to the general public later. Like, regular non-ambassadors, because it's like the ambassador program. Yeah, that is a terrible name. Yeah. But the regular <laughs> people get NES games later, and there'll be updates I'm to make them, like, uh, multiplayer <laughs> capable or whatever. I don't know. I'm a Nintendo ambassador. This house is on Nintendo soil. You don't have access to it. Yes. All right. All my rights. You're fine. All right. Let's hear it. Let's the hear five the NES games. games and the five Game Boy Advance games. Let's see if I can remember. Super Mario. The first Super Mario. Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Never heard of either of these two yeah. so far. Off to a bad uh, start so far. Yeah. Ice Climbers. Nice. Donkey Kong Jr. Yes. That game's awesome. And Balloon Fight. Balloon fighting. Right. Which is like a joust knockoff. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so what's going to be cool is that, well, it's weird is they don't have multiplayer support initially, but they'll that will be patched in. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think that they were planning on that, but they just are pushing it out earlier for like the early adopters. Yeah, Nintendo has got a really bad habit of doing that now. Yeah. Well, I mean, this kind of goes into the, the rest of the other discussion, yeah. like... Did they do a lot of stuff before, like too early? Should they have done it? But anyway, yeah. so then the five Game Boy Advance games that they've announced so far: um, Super Mario Advance Three, Yoshi's Island. Is that nice. the, that's the third one? Which I'm. That's fun. Yoshi's uh, Island. Yeah, it's a great game. Metroid Fusion. Yes, it's awesome. A great game. Um, WarioWare, the first WarioWare. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which awesome. Which has Doctor Mario inside of it. Whoa. Yep. Uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. That's cool, Which yeah. is also awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, uh... Oh. One more. Oh! oh. oh. Couldn't do Holy it. Crap. What Nine is out it? of ten, that's only a 90%. Oh, is it Mario crap. game? Mario game? Well, I think no, because we've got, we've got Mario. There's Yoshi Mario, and Super Mario. Metroid. Yeah. Mario, Metroid. WarioWare. Mario is, is oh, Mario Kart. The oh, Mario Game Boy Kart. Advance Mario Kart. Nice. Which is fun. I really enjoy that one, too. So the five of each that they've said so far are all good games. Mm-hmm. And I'm really totally. excited to see what the other five are and if there's going to be more than that and we'll get a choice or if it's just these 20 games, that's what you get. Yeah. Either way, I'm already happy enough that they're even doing something. Yeah. Because, I mean, they could have just been like, well, that's what you get for mine early. And actually, like, like when they said that they were lowering the price, like, at no point... That I think like oh I've been cheated right like I was like well I've had it for when did it come six out? months yeah six months right I feel like I mean and I think that's kind of the risk you take when you buy like if you're yeah. an early adopter you kind of expect that at some point it's going to price drop yeah, like yeah. it doesn't bother me like I am just I'm just really happy that they're even doing something because like yeah. the uh, the PSP Go to look at another company's way of doing it the Sony did the PSP Go. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it would be really cool, so I bought one. Yeah. And I really enjoyed a lot of, like, everything about it. I love the size and the way it, everything about it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But it obviously also was a huge failure for yeah. Sony. Yeah. Within a couple months, they had started dropping the price, putting free games bundled in it, doing all this stuff. And if you had bought it before that, you didn't get any, that was too bad. Yeah. You just, you know. So, But it's the PlayStation brand. Yeah. So, those are the things, like... Nintendo, I think, is doing well about this. Mm. But this gets us to, like you're saying, the bigger question, is this... Like, the sign of... Is the 3DS, the like... Yeah. 
this is a is this going to be a big failure? Is this going to start? Is this a downward trend that Nintendo is going to be able to recover from? Well, obviously, as long as there's games, then people will definitely be buying the system to play it. Like, I I, I mean, yeah, you could talk about it, the cell phone stuff all you want, but as long as they create games worth playing, I mean, people are going to get the system. Okay. The only comparable things I can think of like this were uh, <clears throat> the Saturn had a bundle when you bought it. It came with three games at once and like a bunch of other like f- you could mail in your UPCs and get an extra free game or something. Mm. There was that bundle and then uh, the Turbo Graphics did a similar thing where if you bought it you got like five free games for it and that to me is a sign that their consoles were in trouble and that's the same thing that Sounds like Nintendo is doing now. Oh, their console is definitely in trouble. Yeah. Right. So, there's so, no, no question. Yeah, there's about no that. question that the 3DS is, is in trouble. Yeah. The question is, are they going like, to be able? Are they going to be able to fix it? There's yeah. a historical precedent, and it's not looking good because the no. system failed. The but thing that's that's at least a positive about it, it around though is even like if PS3. that's true, but they weren't they weren't struggling in sales when they did that what they did they had just been hacked i think it was a different scenario like with nec on the turbo graphics and with... no, no no i'm talking about how the ps3 did not sell well at all for its first year oh, okay yeah, and it yeah, didn't I'm not talking about the hack okay. at all yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't even like gotcha. yeah it wasn't a great there wasn't a lot for it some stuff ran worse on it if yeah. you got multi-platform stuff and eventually yeah. i i play mostly everything on ps3 now I yeah kind of switch to that as my console of choice so so I think it's possible for them to turn it around, but the question is, is are they going to be able to? Yeah. I mean, the they nice really thing is, is that if not, I mean, if nothing else, it still can play all your old DS games and whatever games that come out for it. So it's not like you're completely out of luck if you bought one. Well, I I actually look at it from the perspective of like I I never bought a Virtual Boy, <clears throat> but I remember playing one, and I'm still going to get one on eBay one of these days. But even if the system fails, like, I'm still happy that I have it, so that ten years from now I can be like, look at this! This is that failed yeah. Nintendo console! Look at the 3D! Yeah, so what do you think Nintendo would need to do to save it at this point? They just need to make sure that there's constantly new games coming out. Like, they can't... Like, I think they're definitely trying, because I'm pretty sure that they were probably planning on trickling out all of their first party games over right. the next two years and then once they're like we gotta start selling these systems let's really start pumping these games out and I think they're rushing maybe not rushing but they're at least pushing to try to get everything off their plate released this year or early next year which is good because hopefully that'll be more people coming to the system Right. but at the same time I mean really they can't they can't dedicate they don't have enough of their internal resources to give a constant supply of brand new games. Like, they really have to support the, the third parties. Well, and so that was, I mean, part of their, I don't know if excuse is the right word, but part of what they've been saying is that the reason that they didn't have a lot of first party stuff immediately available is that they were trying to back off and let third party have a fair shot at I things. Don't, I, don't, I don't buy that. And so... The problem is that we haven't seen. Have you, I mean, there hasn't been that much great third party stuff no. either. There hasn't. The problem is there hasn't really been much software for it. Exactly. So I mean, and Nintendo at least is going to be stepping up because we've got Star Fox in like a month. 
Mm-hmm. There's some sort of Pokemon game coming out in October. I don't know what it is. Um, and then November is Mario, and December's Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And then is Icarus, Kid Icarus, December also? They, I think they're trying to push it for this year, but okay. I, they haven't, I haven't seen a release date for it. Okay, so that's a bunch around the end of the year. No, and that's definitely something that they need to keep doing. Like, right. You have to keep... Not only <coughs> that, I mean, they're going to have to step... Like, they've become such a business that they're not taking risks like they used to. So they really need to step it up and like do some things that are new franchises, mm-hmm. revive yeah. some old franchises that they just haven't done anything with in a while. Like they need to pump those things out. They can't just sit around and live on Mario and Zelda. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking that in order to get the 3DS kind of up and going, they need to find the next Nintendo needs its next Pokemon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I'm not, and I don't mean the next Pokemon game. I mean yeah, the right. next new franchise, franchise. Yeah. that that clicks just right with the portable market. Mm-hmm. That you get kids and adults to get into it. Maybe right. take the kids that liked Pokemon as a young as youngsters. Now that they're grown up, find something that connects with them. Now, mm-hmm. I know that's asking a lot, but I think that could single handedly turn things around for the totally. 3DS because that's that's been the case with other systems. Yeah, like look at the Sega Genesis. It was faltering badly and losing ground, losing ground to the original NES mm-hmm. in the market. And then when Sonic, when Sonic the Hedgehog came out, turned everything around. Yeah, and then for a short they also amount had a really of time, good Genesis marketing campaign as well. Yeah. For a short amount of time, there was more Genesis being sold than yeah. NES. So, and it was actually like a valid argument amongst the school kids versus SNES or Genesis. And it wasn't like there was a clear winner, which is why everybody was always well. There's still a, a playground DMZ over who won between Sega and Nintendo yeah, in the 16-bit wars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like there's Sega. Just, there's just two school kids. Say it. Say it. Sega. There's just two kids that used to be our age, and oh. uh, they're sitting there in their clothes they wore in elementary school, <laughs> and it's just like the DMZ in North Korea, where they just kind of stare at each other. Exactly. One side is for Nintendo, and one side is for <laughs> Which Sega. Which side are you for, sir? I'm not, I don't want to out myself for oh, one side or the other. Wait, what? It? Yeah, I want to know. You're going to have to now. I call, I, I'm, I'm thinking you're a Genesis boy. That's I what am. I'm thinking. I'll tell you that. I, I, gotta, I gotta go. With NES or Super NES? Who, what, who's fighting? Super, no, Super NES, NES versus Genesis. Genesis. Super NES is a better system. Okay. With better games. Okay. It's like a Super NES. Wow. I pegged you for a Genesis boy. Yeah. You had that rock and roll attitude, and I just yeah. knew. <laughs> I... It's it's kind of ridiculous for me though because I never really rate systems like I have my favorite systems but it's not like I don't turn on the Genesis and I'm like oh I wish this was on Super Nintendo like it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah especially nowadays like, well yeah now it, I no, it when matter. I was like like you guys were talking about like when I was a kid and that was the big you know which one's better I was definitely a Genesis kid yeah. What, what about you, Maya? I actually, I had them both, so I, I, I literally <laughs> was the bystander anytime I watched them argue, and I'd just be like, whoa, look <laughs> at that! That's a valid claim! That's a valid one, too! These guys are awesome. smart! And then I would go home and play Sonic and Mario and... Did you guys have TurboGrafx-16? I did. I did nope. as well. Military Madness. I got so many hours thrown into that game. And TV Sports Football, I enjoyed at the time, but it's really crappy. I have TV Sports Basketball. Yeah. 
Ordine. That was a good arcade uh, that's port. That's a great game. Yeah. Yeah. I have no, a Sega Nomad. No, I hate no, you. That's totally I awesome. I hate you. So, all right. So do you think, back to Nintendo, <laughs> since we deviated yeah, yeah. briefly, do you think the price drop is going to have the effect that they want, which is get people who had not bought one to buy one? I think we'll definitely get some, but it still comes down to games. Exactly. And I think that's the big problem is... It, it doesn't there, matter if it's cheaper. If there's no good games to play yeah. on it, who cares? And right now, their best game is a remake Zelda. of... Probably, yeah. Yeah, of an 11-year-old game. Yeah. They need to do a, an advertising, a promo, kind of like what they're doing now, the Ambassador Program. They need to do something that cool for Christmas, around mm-hmm. the Christmas season. They need to offer free games or offer uh, something interesting. I think that a big part will help when Super Mario 3DS Land or yeah, 3D Land yeah. or whatever it's come, called comes out in November. 3Ds. Because obviously Mario is their, their big hitter. Everybody wants Mario. Mm-hmm. My other question is, do you think they need to look at forcing the price of games to be lower on it? How much are games now? 40. Uh, 40 bucks. That yeah. Seems fair. I don't know. Yeah, well, I... Depends on the game. It, yeah. Guess. Do they have, like, $30 games and $40 games? I mean, an individual... i the $40. Like, they, like, individual companies can sell their games for less if they want. Because, okay. like, there was occasionally, you know, you'd find a brand new DS game that was 20 instead of 30 Yeah. And so it happened, but not... Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I mean, having cheaper games certainly wouldn't hurt, but... Right. Yeah. But the $40 doesn't... Like... Mm. I, th- I mean, I think $40, like, for instance, $40 for Ocarina of Time, I feel fine having paid yeah, that for fair. everything I've gotten out of it so far and will still get out of it. Like, that's fine. I think and especially definitely... if it was, like, a new, brand-new 3D Mario game, like Mario oh, 3D yeah, Land. Yeah. That, that's totally going to be worth it, so. All it does is it raises a hesitation. <clears throat> Excuse me. It raises a hesitation. Mm-hmm. Like, and that will definitely cost them money. But then again, I mean, it's 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 all about... They have the, the algorithms where it's like, if you put the price tag at $40, you're going to make this much money right. because of this many sales. Right. If you put it at $30, you're only going to make this much. Right. There's more people buying it, but you get less right. revenue from it. So, I don't know. I imagine they have a pretty decent system for it. They could also do something super gimmicky along the lines of Wii Fit. Mm-hmm. If they did something like that for the 3DS... To get non-gamers into it, that could also be... So, that's the other problem, is that I think that this is a lot... This is a lot more difficult of a sell to the casual market than the DS was. Yeah. The DS had, like, Brain Age and things like that that really you could get... That's right. ...normal that's right. people into. Yeah. Where I don't think this does. My other... I don't know, I haven't looked at the data on this, but what I'm wondering is, like, how did the original DS... Like, how was its launch and its comparable, you know, in terms of... Yeah. Was it selling it a lot? I don't think uh, it had a strong launch, it and it didn't have launch, anything. No. Like we want to talk about, like at software, Mario 64. at Mario sixty four, and, and feel, the, feel magic. the magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh. that was about it. How is the three DS doing in Japan? Better. Um, it's obviously like since the announcement of uh, the price drop, there's been like a spike in used three DS yeah. sales there. Nice. And I'm sure that we'll get you know somewhat of a spike this you know on Friday when this happens yeah but are you looking up numbers for us Maya uh, that I am 
Okay. So, I mean, I think the 3DS is still doing okay. Uh, in America, it's only sold like 800,000, which isn't yeah. great. But, like I said, I think the Virtual Boy, its entire worldwide sales were 800,000, so... It's already. We're better. already... We're already better than yeah. that. I feel like I read like 4 million for worldwide on the 3DS, but I don't know. I could be totally making that up. It would be a same, uh, shame to see Nintendo pull out in terms of support. Pull out early, kind of like Sega used to do with the Saturn and all that crap. Or the Virtual Boy, up. where like 16 games came out and that was it, and then they yeah, just stopped. I feel like they're a little more responsible than, say, Sega, though, where they're like, 32X, Saturn, right? this, that. This right, I, like, so, yeah, what I... What would be a shame is, like, a year from now, they've got a completely new non-3D, just, they don't even call it the DS, it looks yeah, different, yeah, and it's yeah. a totally different handheld. That would be, be terrible. Yeah. So, while we're still talking about Nintendo, then, do you think this this setback on the 3DS is making them reconsider or change anything about what they're going to be doing with the Wii U? If anything, it's going to make them focus on the Wii U a little bit more, which will be to our benefit. Yeah, they really need to focus more on that. Like, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm like, wow, they are really trying to fail almost. Like, that's actually kind of what it seems to me. Do you think the Wii U is going to be a failure? If they leave it the way it is now, yeah. Why? It's, it's not the product it used to be. It used to be a Tickle Me Elmo style thing where people, just everyone wanted it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And now it's to the point where everyone that wanted it has it. So... And frankly, I, we barely use ours. Yeah. So, like, out of the, if I had to put it in percentages, uh, I play the Wii probably like fifteen percent of the time out of all my gaming. So. Yeah. I play the Wii every time Nintendo releases one of their games. Yeah. That's like Mario or Donkey Kong or Zelda. Donkey Kong was great. Donkey that Kong was the was last great. game I played from but, them that I was like, wow, yeah, I'm really gonna, I want to play this more. Yeah. Donkey Kong was great. Mario Galaxy 2 was Mario phenomenal. Was but the last time I played my Wii was Donkey Kong Country Turns. Yeah. So, yeah, I almost never played the Wii. So, I, yeah, because I think... I'm wondering if part of the problem is that, like, Nintendo really got, like, this casual thing. Like, every, like you're saying, tickle me yeah. everybody wanted one. But those people probably actually play the Wii even less than we do. Yeah. We barely play. That's true. So they probably, I mean, they bought it, they played Wii Sports, never bought another game. And they have Wii Fit. And Madden. And then... Madden, yeah. Well, actually, I think, like, uh, Guitar Hero and Rock Band, those sold more on Wii than any other Mm -hmm. skew. Oh, wow. Because, again, it's a casual game that anybody can pick up and play and be like, oh, this is cool. Mm -hmm. So I think that most people... Somebody else made this analogy. It might have been on another podcast I listened to, but I really liked it. It's like it's almost like like a board game. Like it sits in the closet, and then maybe when they have some friends over, they pull yeah. it out and plug it in and yeah. and play some Wii Sports, and that's it. And so that that crowd, which was a lot of Wii's success, probably doesn't care about the Wii U. Has no idea about the Wii U, and has is not going to be there. Like, well, I don't think Nintendo is trying to go after them, right? And that's why that's why I'm, so. That's why it makes sense that Nintendo is trying to go back to like the quote yeah. unquote, hardcore crowd. But calling it the Wii U, terrible Ex- idea. Exactly, terrible. That's what I'm saying they can't. It's almost like they're stuck between each side. They're like they don't want to alienate that casual crowd, but they want to try to bring in the more dedicated crowd that they've already lost. That they've already lost. Yeah. No, I think 
like for them to actually be successful with the Wii U, one, they have to essentially take back the announcement that they've already done. Okay. Which, <laughs> wow, the odds of that happening. What do you mean by take back? Like, essentially come out and be like, we are redesigning the system from the ground up. Like, we realize that this is not a good direction for us. Which, wow. Like, as a business move, that's probably the dumbest thing you could do. Yeah, they're not going to do that. But that's really what they need to do. But they're not going to. Like, they need to get rid of the Wii U name. They need to make sure to come out and be like, it's a new system. It's not just a new controller. Right. Uh, They do need to emphasize that. They can't just come out. Like, I see that they're trying to jump the gun. By releasing it, what, three or four years before the other systems? Yeah. Right. Which, great. I mean, you're going to have the same graphics that the other two systems are going to have until their newer systems are coming <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. Exactly. Which is the dumbest thing, especially if you're trying to get your hardcore gamer crowd back. Uh, the, the systems that have hit the market first in their, psych- in their generational cycle usually lose. And if the, the Wii U is trying to be the first of this next generation... They're gonna totally lose. But see, it's almost—it's not. It's like a halfway. It's like a Wii point yeah, five. Yeah, that's true. Because it, it's which is even more of a reason. If, it's not so, good. I mean, this kind of yeah. branches down to a bigger question: is when do we think the next actual generation, the next Xbox, and the next PlayStation? Four or five years. So let's say they did the Wii U for four or five years, and at the same time that the next generation was coming out, they had something already ready. No, if that's as long the case, as they yeah. as long as they really step up, as long as they drop the Wii title and really hit like this is the next evolution for Nintendo. Right. So the Wii U is kind of what they have for now, and then they're like, and now we've got the actual new console, mm-hmm. and we're not going to name it something stupid. Right. Yeah. Like Wii. But I mean, I, I've I've read some places where they're saying that the new consoles will be out by 2014. So if that's true, I mean, you got three years. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. of, having, of having the same graphics. It's not even like you have three years of an advantage. Right. You have three years well, of the same. Well, I mean, there's some people sort of saying it's slightly ahead, so you could Slightly get ahead things. is nothing. No, like, I know. Really, think about it. That's, that's nothing. Well, I mean, I guess technically, like, in some ways, PS3 is ahead, but you don't always get... And not only that, I mean, when it comes to the third parties, like, how much more time are they going to exactly. invest into a better version So you'll have So you'll have maybe some first-party Nintendo stuff that looks slightly better. Just yeah. like occasionally, like... Uncharted looks better than most stuff on an Xbox. Like, but then again, of, think about but, the games that the Wii has. They're all cartoony. It's not like the the type of thing that would that would be have any have any advantage to to, to uh, updated graphics. Right. So then the other question is, what do you think about the controller for the Wii U? I'm unimpressed. I don't. Yeah. I don't see what you could do with it that would actually be intriguing enough to justify a $100 controller price tag. I'd like to play it to decide whether or not I'm into it or not, but it's not something that I look at and go like, oh, I have to see it. Like, Kind of like the Wii was. I was like, what is going on? Sure. And before that, the other moment I had was another Nintendo moment when they released the N64 with the analog controller. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I even play that? <laughs> like, It was mind-blowing at the time. So I, the Wii U definitely lacks that kind of like. So feeling. and that I mean that's kind of a Nintendo's. Fred, there's that specific term for it, like the blue ocean Gimmick? policy or whatever. Uh, yeah. Where it's you don't compete directly with your competitors. You go off in a totally different direction, and that's what sets you apart. And that's kind of and they're hoping that their direction is what other companies need to catch up to. And they yeah. actually, and I mean, in some ways, they've been right a lot. Like the analog stick is huge, and, um, the, and the Game Boy. Right, or, and I mean, unfortunately, motion control, like, 
it was huge. Yeah. I don't think it's mm-hmm. going to be a part of the next... I hope it's not a part of the next generation. Yeah. Although, and that was another topic we could bring up maybe next week, where, like, next generation, I, I'm kind of curious about what you guys think it'll be, you, but... You think motion controls will be phased out by the next console I, generation? Honestly, I really hope so. Because here's the thing, even Nintendo has started to phase out motion control. Like, mm-hmm. did yeah. Mario Galaxy 2 really... I mean, you had the spin move. That was it. Think, which think is about good. Think exactly. about other generations' gimmicks, like the roller, the trackball controller... Uh-huh. That was a new controller that got phased out. Um, well, you're talking about the arcade. The arcade kind of had all general, yeah. not general, but they all, uh, yeah, <laughs> their own to some control, extent, like they yeah. had their own types of control for the different types of games that they were going for. So I mean, and, and then you've that's got where they could get away with that. You've got like the balance board. That's not. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to be a part of anything yeah. in the future. You've got the that's vitality sensor, oh, <laughs> which yeah. I honestly I think is never going to come out. I yeah. I think that's been that's been scrapped. Like, yeah, that's a terrible terrible. I'm idea definitely over. I'm over motion games. I, I they're still fun, but it's no longer the thrill it was. Yeah, so. right. And the so thrill is gone. Well, we'll see how the next, like, the new Zelda, Skyward Sword, which actually is going to have, you know, the one-to-one sword, whatever. Like, we'll see how that does, if that does anything to kind of renew my interest, but I don't know if it will. And I don't think, like, most people who play games want to do motion control. Yeah. Except for very specific circumstances. Like, Dance Central, I'm sure, is a really fun Kinect game. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Connect games. I've never played a Connect game, so I can't say for certain. But that seems even worse than motion controller. I would say yeah. for the most part, yeah. Like again, there's some, like Dance Central is the one legitimate use I could really think yeah, of for, yeah. it, and that's about or like maybe like exercise. I would hes- hesitate to call them games, like exercise yeah. games, but like exercise programs. Mm-hmm. I mean. It, it it would be cool if you're trying to do an exercise program that was highly interactive. That was like, mm-hmm. oh no, you need to do this, or like, you know, worked with you. That's like cool. we fit strives to be, but isn't really exactly. Mm-hmm. So like, there are some interesting uses for connect, but I don't think actually like I don't foresee a way you could ever play a first person shooter and have it be better Ugh. by playing it with connect. Yeah, you're never gonna have a first person shooter play better than with a mouse and keyboard. Like that's 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 how you do it. Like that's how I it chose the first person shooter with that control scheme. Is they're like this is the way. Like everybody has a mouse and keyboard. They're not going to use a controller. How can we best suit this genre to the current controllers that we have? And that's what they did. So it's like they always come out with these new gimmicks, new ways. Like the controller to me, it's like you can do it, but it still feels obtuse to some extent. But I, mean, I kind of I like do it. dual stick first person shooters like I yeah I, but that's more because well, that's I don't when, like to sit and play at my computer yeah and when that's all you know like going to a computer with a keyboard and mouse might be foreign you're like oh, I don't understand this right but like after you jump in and play it like after a while you realize wow this is actually a better control scheme for it yeah but I don't think like you can do a first person shooter better than that even with a motion controller yeah. or anything like that there's. Various degrees of success, like uh, the Metroid Prime trilogy, Metroid Prime, yeah. that works pretty well in motion control, right. but it's, again, it's nowhere near a yeah. mouse and keyboard. And then using the dual sticks on first-person games like Borderlands and 
um, like Half Life and stuff. Like Fallout. not not nearly Fallout, not nearly as precise as mouse and keyboard. But yeah. if it, you can't it does the job, if you can't deal with it, then yeah. If you're gonna be that picky <laughs> about your control, <laughs> maybe you're not having fun with your hobby. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's it boils down to like they're. Because I, I I wish that they released all the first person shooter games from consoles on the PC. Yeah. Because I I unless it's something really you've, really you've cool. said before that you'd wished that Ge- Gears of War. Oh was on. man! If now they did War, one. They, they did the first one, yeah, but not two. But so. if they would have bring that over, like because I like when I when I get to a mission and I start controlling it with the controller, I just if I start missing things, it's like I can do this so much better. It's essentially like the same as if. You were you, you had your hand tied down to your leg, yeah. and then you're like, okay, now you like you're a great you're a great artist. So I'm going to tie your fingers and contort them all together and tie them to your leg yeah. and put the piece of paper on carpet. And now you have to draw just as good. It's like, yeah, you could probably work it out eventually, but it, it's so not intuitive. so difficult. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So one last thing. Um, on the whole Nintendo thing that we've been talking about. What do you think about the Wii U controller first? I'd have to play one. Like, the one thing that I've heard, and this sounds, like, really terrible, that really is the only part that I really dislike from what I've heard, is that the analogs are, like, 3DS's analogs. They're not actual analogs. Whoa! Whoa. Maya's chair just collapsed. <laughs> like I a got neutron really star. scared. <laughs> I thought he was going to go through the floor like a cartoon. <laughs> um, so, apparently, it's it's... Analog sliders, not actual analog sticks. Yeah, like on the 3DS. Which don't get me wrong, I like the 3DS slider, especially when compared to other handheld mm-hmm. sliders. But <laughs> don't want to name any names because I don't think Sony could handle it. Uh, but wait, wait. wait. Before seems- we get off topic here, let me just interject. My PSP has a cracked faceplate. I have to use so many rubber bands to keep the pressure of the faceplate down for the analog to work. <laughs> What a crappy construction of this system. Yeah. It makes me so Why don't you angry. get a new one? I have to get the whole new, like, faceplate. I basically it. have to take the guts out and put it into a new PSP fit. Yeah. I like fitting. So, uh, that part about the controller, I don't like. Um, everything else, it seems better than a, the Wii controller. Yeah. Like, it seems more like a real controller, even with the giant touchscreen thrown in. Like, And the thing they're selling yeah. with, like... Oh, my roommate came in and he wants to watch the TV. Now I can play the game on the... It's like, that's why? good if you're like eight. Uh, yeah, I don't understand yeah. the concept of why that's... Is that something that's really needed? Yeah. Are you <laughs> like, really going to be like, you paid the money for the system, now you're going to let someone else use it while yeah. you like... You really got to be whipped if you're letting somebody else <laughs> yeah, yeah. play your system while you sit in the corner like, I guess I'll play the dumbed down version yeah, while yeah. you do this normal thing. I think, I mean, I think in some ways they're going to have to have a, first of all, I think they're going to they're gonna realize they need a really strong launch of it with really strong software. Yeah. They need the next Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Not literally. But the next game, like the and next, it could be, it could be Super Mario Brothers. They need the next. But they need that game that's going to be like, yeah, right. You know. They need something that really shows off the system. We music that, too. Yes, that's what it's going to be. So, I mean, I think we're going to need. Honestly, we're going to need like a hands-on time with it. Like, I think, especially, I think what they've hopefully learned from the 3DS. Like, I feel like the 3DS launched early. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like 
the stuff that trickled out after it should have all been at launch. Yeah. So if it wasn't ready, they should have waited off and launched it when the that kind of crap was ready. I think that's the whole thing is they were trying to get it in by the end of their fiscal year, right. so they could say, "Look at all this money we're making." Right. And that just screwed them over. Exactly. Even more. And yeah. so hopefully they've realized that and that we get the Wii U when it's. I love how you ready. have a grin on your face just by saying that. It's a terrible name. <laughs> yeah. But, and I mean, to be fair, as we is a terrible name, but we all got used to it pretty quick. It still sucks. It doesn't, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make it, it no, any better. But uh, we get, You'd be amazed at what people can get used to. There are things that people do that they get used to. Wow. That, sorry, I went all... German scary. Video for a second. So, this is how we say goodbye in German, <laughs> Mr. Jones. <laughs> Um, I like the way they're treating... What, where was she from? I don't know. Austria? Austria. I like oh, the way they're treating Austria. I like the Austrian better. version better. <laughs> so the... Uh... Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That's what that is. Uh, Sean Connery and I've some other guy. That's what... Ford. Um, you really derailed my brain. Oh, so my, my other question... Junior! Sorry. <laughs> Do you think the, uh, so like the 3DS is on track to kind of be a failure right now? Yes. Do you mm. think the Vita will have similar problems? Do you think it'll worse. be better? Worse? <laughs> worse problems. Well, why? More money, more problems. Simple formula. Nobody trusts PSP. That's not a good brand to. Sony should just Vita. No, don't even call it the PSP. Leave that name out of it. It didn't work for the Leave other PlayStation out of the name. Basically, I mean, I mean, I'm sure that the bulk of their advertising is gonna just call it the Vita. The, yeah, I the guess that's true. PlayStation Vita. Um, now. Just like the, I, I don't know, the PSP didn't. It never took off the ground. I so. mean, it still was successful. True. It's but. just, I, I think the PSP is this especially weird, like, kind of situation where it was very, it was, you know. The most successful non-Nintendo handheld yeah. by a lot, and especially in like Japan, it did crazy good. But. I love how everybody talks about the PSP like he's some sort of third-rate boxer. Like, like he's like, you ever hear about the PSP? It's like, he ah, never, that was a never good got system. a chance to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have been a contender. So it's like, you know, there's this. We all have this feeling that the PSP was like a failure when it actually, Sony, you know, was pretty successful with it. So do you think? I mean, I don't know if if it's gonna fail. Is it because of a similar things in the that users are users' eyes is a failure? Period. Sure. In my book, like yeah, you can say whatever you want from a business standpoint, but we are fans of the PSP, and there was never a piece of software that we we're like universally like, oh crap, this is the game. Like there was good games, but there yeah. was never that one that was like, this would make me buy the system. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the Vita. I are you gonna get one? Oh, definitely gonna get one. That's actually like I, as dumb as it is, unless there's like a really bad system, like the Wii U. As of right now, not even buying. Really, but for the most part, I'm planning on buying most systems. I think the Wii U. I mean, I'm sure I'll buy it at some point because again, that will be the first party stuff I want to play. There's gonna be a Zelda game. There's gonna be a Mario game, uh-huh. and I, I'll want to play those. I don't think I'll buy it at launch. I mean, as of right now, I won't be buying a Wii U at launch. What about Vita? Uh, since they pushed it back into next year, probably. 
So if it like because you know it had been rumored for a while that it was yeah. going to be coming out this year, and it will hit this year in Japan. What about this? I know that it's region free. Now, does that mean that if I was to buy it this year from Japan, then like how would the menu screen work? Would I eventually be able to update to the American firmware? I don't think so. I think you'd only ever connect to the Japanese store, and I think that would be a problem. So then I would turn Japanese for sure. Yeah. I really think so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, with it coming out next year, because the rest of this year is really crowded, Mm -hmm. there's a lot coming out. Well, that's how it always is. Yeah, but this year, like, now I've got, you know, a Mario game, a Mario Kart game got a lot I want yeah. to buy by the end of the year. So if the Vita had been coming out this year, I would have been like, well, I'm going to have to wait for it. With it coming out next year, I'll probably... that'll. The other factor that'll determine if I buy one at launch will be if Uncharted is a launch game. I, I can't imagine it not, man. Right. And that's how I feel right now. As long as Uncharted is a launch game, I'll yeah. probably buy one in that at launch. Especially, I mean, since they are pushing it back. Right. Because like, I could see them holding off on, on it... Like not having a launch title in Japan, right? Because I don't think Uncharted is that more big of a there. Western yeah. thing. But yeah. no, so as long as, especially if Uncharted is a launch title, I'm going to be probably buying one. Yeah, because I think it it looks like a great in Soviet system. Russia PSV by you. <laughs> Summer of Arcade. No. Oh man, what are, what are we gonna really? Yeah, Summer of Arcade. Let's do it. Have you played? I've played Trials of the. Th- Three of them so far. Bastion, we've all played. Have we yeah. all played Bastion? Cool game. Awesome narration. Love the narration. From Dust. Uh, did you play the demo? No, I've got the demo. I haven't played it. Super awesome. It's one That's of those things that, one that I really want. Play it on the PC. Like Populous? Yeah. Well, you don't... Con- it feels more like you've got less control. Because you can only, like, pick up, like, a yeah. water or dirt. Right, right. But it's... A really, really impressive uh, environmental physics and effects. Mm -hmm. Like you can especially for an arcade game, completely change the entire layout of like the area you're in. You change like you have a river going one way, and you completely block it, change it, make a new river, build a lake. Like the stuff you can do in that game is crazy. I need to check that out. So I'd really recommend the demo because it definitely like you get to a spot where you can actually sit for a while before going to the next area and just play around with stuff, and it's a nice. lot of fun. Insanely twisted shadow planet. I played five minutes of it. <laughs> Love I really it. loved the way it looked, but I, I mean the demo was too much. Too He's wrong for me to get into it. He's I only wrong. played for five great. minutes, so I don't know yet. It looks really cool. I played through the whole demo. It's a, uh, it's like a twin stick shooter meets Metroid. Right. Um, it's kind of, it reminds me a lot of the controls seem like a pixel junk shooter for the PS3, but with Metroid level exploration. That sounds awesome. Love it. I I love the visual style. Yeah. I'm definitely going to pick it up soon. So, so have you, here's my question. Have you played Limbo yet? No, I'm not. (laughs) We're never going to play it just so you can constantly be disappointed in us. That's still one of my favorite games in the past couple of years. Yeah. So good. Um, Let's talk about the summer arcade game that everybody's talking about. Fruit Ninja Connect? Yeah, yeah! I love that. Actually, so did you... Um, Stupid. That, uh... Wait, did you say connectable? Yeah, I don't know. Have you... Okay. Once, I, once my brain goes connect, here's, here's I lose control of all functions. Alright, so you know how they had connectables? 
Yeah. Did you hear about the new one that's coming out? No. Has my favorite title almost ever in a video <laughs> game because it's so <laughs> awesome. So it's connectables now with bears. God, <laughs> are they what? actually going to do the now with bears? Like in the in the in the in the the shocking font. I don't know, like, but it's now like, with like, bears. Now. <laughs> but it's in, it's it's one of my favorite titles for a game. That is pretty awesome. Um, so speaking of summer of arcade, PlayStation is doing a similar thing. Have you guys heard much about it? Say it ain't so. No. So there's like four games or whatever, and if you buy all of them, you get payday. Okay. The heist for free, Ooh. which is like Left for Dead, but instead of zombies, you're like robbing a bank. Yeah, right. But and then the the so games that it has is like a game about our real life adventures. It's boys. like uh, <laughs> Street Fighter Three, uh, the Baconator, <laughs> which I don't even know what, <laughs> what that is, hell? and I don't remember the other two titles. But you can pre-order them, which is weird <laughs> to pre-order and download <laughs> the title. Strange. But what's also really fun. PlayStation Plus, well, instead that way, of 15 each, they're eleven ninety nine each. But you got to oh, nice. be able to pre-order it. Otherwise, how do you know that you're going to guarantee that you're going to play it on day one? Because they'll run awesome. out of downloads. Exactly. It would be awesome if things sold out online. Like, <laughs> sorry, would, we've exceeded. That would be a fun done. gimmick That's, to do just That for is a day. literally how old people think about computers because they're so <laughs> dumb. They're like, I got to put it in my pre-order so that I, they, I make sure they don't run out of online games to download. You've Duh. automatically just... Just excluded all of our eighty-year plus portion. Yeah. They don't know how to turn this on. They have no idea what a podcast is. When this was this is when it came when on, I was and this your is just age, Sunny. Our podcasts were on the radio shows. When when we started this uh, podcast here, and they listened, and it was like I hear people just talking, but it's not about the Lone Ranger. I'm confused. That's when they turned it off. <laughs> Uh, I remembered another one of the PlayStation, like, Summer of Arcade titles. Mm. It's one I'm actually looking forward to. It's the uh, Blood Rain game, like, the side-scrolling made by Way Forward. Yeah. It looks Way Forward is awesome. Way Forward is awesome. Awesome, awesome. So, speaking of Way Forward, you know how there's that uh, Mighty Flip Champs? Yes, very cool. Apparently there's another Mighty something game that they've already released as a download, and there's a third one coming out. And they're all nice. different in terms of gameplay mechanics. But they're but all puzzle in, games. In that they're way forward and they're mighty something. I downloaded the demo for Chime. Ooh, what do you think? Did uh, you play it? I played just a little bit of it. Very I haven't Luminous. really sat down. Yes. Very much like Luminous. Uh, I really enjoy it, though. <laughs> I guess this is, it keeps him on his toes. <laughs> He's his attention's everywhere. You gotta it's do true. things exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Brian just reached over like he was doing a hook shot to point at Nathan to get his attention, even though they're facing. It's each this other. microphone. I feel like a seventies game show host. I'll pass it on to Nathan. You're up. Um, big money, big money. No oh, whammy, man. no whammy. Stop. So, do you want to uh, hear my my good deals for the week? Yes. If you're on a if you're a PS3 user, you should buy Bunk's Adventure. It's five dollars. I already have it on my Wii. I already have it on my arcade. It's great. You can play it and put it on your PSP, or you can oh, complain cool. about how you've already got it. Like these two jerks. Yeah, I also have it on my PSP. Whoop de do. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> if you're an Xbox user, <laughs> if you're an Xbox user, you should buy uh, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. It's $15. Did you see what the deal of the week for gold members was? Change your gamer tag? Change your gamer tag. Wow. It's on sale this week. Seven- Dumb. 
Why isn't that not a free? Well, be, here's why. Because they migrate your gamer score and all your achievements and everything with it when you change it. Yeah. So there's actually some work that has to go into it. Okay. And there's a lot of people that could just change their name to avoid being banned and stuff like right. that. Right. I guess that's true. Um, and then if you're on the PC, this is this is the best deal of the week. Oh, geez. It's free. Go download the Urquan Masters. It's Star Control 2, but with voice acting and better controls. Oh, that's it's cool. totally free. Do a web search for the Urquan Masters. I would also awesome. highly recommend The Room, The Game, on New Grounds. What about is it free? If the, it's free. Uh, no, the we're giving ground. things out for free on the all, show. All the, all, they're just Flash Sweet. games over well, at Newgrounds. But they're all, a lot of them are really good. The other PC deal, if this is still going on, actually might be over. You're me a pod, Nathan! I don't understand. You, just, you guys, have neither of you seen The Room? No. You guys gotta see The Room. It's I, the worst, I only watch good best, movies. It's the best worst movie ever made. I already Better have a full Wars, schedule Wars? of bad movies to watch. I haven't watched Dragon Wars yet. We still need to do that. We do need to do that. Yeah. We could record that as a podcast. Start a new podcast. That'd be good. It's like our own little riff tracks. <laughs> um, the uh, no, it was our idea on first <laughs> on the PC, but the the humble bundle, indie humble bundle thing. Have you heard about that? Yes, I was talking about. Oh yeah, it's actually like they they threw in a bonus if you because you pay what you want mm-hmm. for like five games, and if you pay above the average donation price, which is like five bucks right now, yeah. You get another like six thrown in for free, and they're all really good. I've already bought all the games that they have because I, I I support indie developers. Yeah, I'm good. Like no, that. like this is, and it's really cool. Like I really like. Hey, this. I'm surprised you can play games from up on your moral high horse. <laughs> it's I weird. Get, I'm surprised I get you actually up like, buy on my, anything up on my pedestal, on but that's okay. Yeah, it's, it must be tough to see the screen with your nose so far up in the air, <laughs> looking down at us. <laughs> it hurts, but I do it from time to time so I can keep an eye on the little people. Do we have any listeners? We have. Well, did you see that there was actually one comment on our website? Yeah. That's right. Oh, and her name evades me right now, but thank you for leaving your message. Whoa, man. This has been the Garmin Fossen. I'm Jeremiah. This has been this episode three. This is how three. we say goodbye in Germany. Episode three of Game Face. <laughs>